Hey guys, welcome to the Bookkeeper Basecamp podcast. This show is for virtual bookkeepers who are starting, growing, and scaling online bookkeeping businesses. I'm your host, Kimberly Stevenson. Let's dive in and see what we're talking about in today's episode. Hey, welcome back. It's time for another episode of the Bookkeeper Basecamp podcast, and I'm so happy that you're joining me for this one. On this week's episode, I'm chatting with Joyce Washington, a business strategist and virtual CFO who helps small business owners keep more of their profits, pay less in taxes, and earn more money through savvy money management. She's a licensed certified public accountant. She holds a bachelor's degree in accounting, and she's a certified advisor for zero. And that's what this episode is about. We're talking all about how she helps her clients using Zero, why she decided to focus solely on that platform instead of QuickBooks, and what the transition was like as she made the switch. So if you've been considering niching your virtual bookkeeping business by way of the financial platform you're using, this is a great episode for you to pay attention to. I really hope you enjoy our chat. I know Joyce and I had a lot of fun recording it. Happy listening. I am fantastic. How about you? I am doing well. Thank you so much for joining me on the Bookkeeper Base Base Camp Podcast. I'm going to see if I can talk today. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) We we tend to be tongue-tied and and laugh and stuff when we get together. So this is going to be fun. And for the (laughs) record, it is still really early. Both of us are still having coffee um, as we are recording this. So I don't know if, uh, if all of the signals are are signaling <laughs> yet this morning. Yeah, if we're but fully awake quite yet. Let's go ahead and get into this conversation. Okay. I did take a moment to introduce you um, at, in the <laughs> intro to the episode, but I want to give you the opportunity to tell our audience about yourself in your own words. Tell us who you are and who you serve. Wow. Okay. Well, I am Joyce and I am a CPA based in Maryland. My company, The Common Sense or formerly Common Sense Consulting, is also based in Maryland. And I have been in business on and off since 2002. My uh, my my baby business is going to be old enough to drink this year. So. <laughs> I love we'll it. We'll be 21 this year. So um, it's been a long time and a lot of peaks and valleys, so to speak, and trial and error for sure. And um, I primarily work with, um, because that was the last question, I primarily work with service professionals, so that can run the gamut, um, whether it's interior designers, realtors, coaches, consultants, creatives, you know, if if you don't have inventory and you are service-based business, then we probably can work together because inventory is not your girls say no it is not, not my jam at all so and it's so funny that you you said you you started business in 2002 I think uh-huh. I started my business right around that same time frame like mm, I hesitate to say 19 anything but like the yeah. thousands and it just make it feels like we're the OGs at this yeah. point I never thought I'd get to you know say that about no, myself, right? but I, I feel like we are 
the OGs, especially in this online space, because you and I have been knowing each other for a while now. Yeah, for 2015, 2016 or something like that, if not before. I I don't even know. We were in a a membership program. I think we join like a month apart and, and then we've remember, been we've been thick of thick as thieves ever since then so I remember I came into that program in February or mm-hmm. you, one of us came in in February the other came in in March I remember that yeah and it was so funny when I recognized uh another woman of color space and it was like I need to talk to her like we yeah. need to connect yeah. because there were so many people in the program and not very many of them look like us and so yeah for sure been, like you said we've been running thick as thieves ever since so we are talking today very specifically um about how you made the decision in your firm to Focus on a specific software platform as mm-hmm. you service your, your clients or the service-based businesses that you work with. I tend to, you know, I talk to so many people and I tend to hear um, one single platform mm-hmm. in, in most <laughs> cases, in most instances. Um, and the platform that you use is, you use Zero, right? Correct. Um, and it is not probably the, you know, the most popular platform out there. And so today we are talking about how you came to that decision, how it's working out for you, you know, what the benefits are to your firm and to your clients, right? And so mm-hmm. um, let's jump in with you telling okay. us, tell our audience, what motivated you to make that switch? Um, Initially, uh, I, I kind of stumbled onto zero, I think by accident, because I was looking for, because again, I've been in this business and online space for what feels like forever. So if you can imagine the very early days of QuickBooks Online, and it was not very stable to say the very least. So I was, I was looking for something that was going to be more stable, that was cloud-based, and I did not have to use a remote server for it because at that point it was kind of like you either went with QuickBooks Online because that was, I guess, kind of the premier one that was available or you used a remote server service to access QuickBooks desktop or another desktop service like Sage or, well, Sage used to be called Peachtree. Peachtree. That sounds yeah, like so we tell our age that tells, now. That, that, Yeah, so I'm showing my age definitely, but um, so you would use like a service and I'm not going to name any of the services. Some of them are still around, some of them not so much, but um so you would use a service and literally log into the quickbooks desktop on their server so it could i mean and that was somewhat cost prohibitive because especially if you had a smaller client base and you needed to purchase all these seats one for you one for your client one for your bookkeeper you know all the things so So I went on a search to find something that was more stable. And I, you know, by however luck 
whatever, uh, divine intervention, I don't know, I stumbled onto zero and I have not turned back from it because at that point, they were super, super stable. You could flip between clients relatively easily. So it was like all the things that you wanted QuickBooks Online to be at that point that they've eventually become like they're a, a, a heck of a lot more stable. I don't want to cuss, you know, I don't want to get you. <laughs> we cuss around these parts, but, cuss, I, uh, <laughs> but you, we have the, we have the explicit. Symbol. All right. So, so uh, at, at that point, you know, I was definitely cussing because you couldn't get any work done and I needed something that was going to allow me to, to, um, to at least hire people or contract some of my stuff out to people and they didn't literally have to come to my house to work. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so when you initially made the switch to zero, which has been how long? I actually looked up. It's been 11 years, actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What was that transition like back then for the clients that you had already on board or that you were working with on a you know, on a recurring basis, did you actually switch anyone from QuickBooks to zero or did you go down the path of all of your new clients were on zero and you kept the the clients that you already had on QuickBooks until maybe year end or something like that? Um, I would say a little bit of both that, um, that for the most part, I would do like a, a hard year end and switch existing customers that were on QuickBooks. Um, and then any new client, you know, I am very clear when I have my consults at this point is that, you know, I exclusively work in zero. Is that going to be a problem? Are you married to whatever service that you are using? And to be honest, I've, I have had very little pushback in consults because for the most part, clients understand Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, they are not the accountant. B, they are not spending that much time in that software, in software package. Right? And 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 also, I feel like zero for the most part is the interface. That first dashboard is super clean, so you can get to where you need to go relatively quickly. So if a client needs to go in and 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 reattach a bank feed they can go in, find it, be out in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. that's not necessarily the case in other software packages, you know, mm-hmm. QuickBooks. So um, so little things like that, it, I'm, I'm able to not do a whole lot of arm twisting, but it's it's. I find that it's pretty easy to, to um, sell somebody on the software, especially if I say, you know, I will give you a couple training videos of the basics of what you need to know. You don't need to know a lot for the most part. You need to know how to get to your reports and get out of that program. That's it. And so it's really about building the, the, their, their confidence mm-hmm. that they can work in it as easily as seamlessly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, as they could in the platform that they probably heard so much more about because right. they have a bigger marketing it's, budget. It's not easier. Um, I think, and, and as far as marketing budget, I think for the most part, it's more so because they are not a, they are an international company 
company, but their main hub of business, they are an Australian-based company. Mm-hmm. That's where they started. So, you know, uh, of course, a lot of their stuff is, you know, either Australian or European-based first, and then they will take on U.S. accounting things. And they've gotten a lot better with that mm-hmm. um, as they become more international. So I think that's also why we don't, know them as well because uh Intuit is a US based company whereas Zero is not. Right, right. And, so, and if you look as I was doing my research for this particular episode when you when you look at the users of the platform primarily mm-hmm. Australian based CPAs that's through the roof and right and bookkeepers are using Zero first. Mm-hmm. Like Zero in Australia is Intuit QuickBooks products here in the U.S. Exactly, right? exactly. And so, um, so that makes that makes perfect sense. Um, can you um, help us understand, like, based on your experience with both platforms and even the like three platforms, right? I, from what I recall, especially when Zero and there's FreshBooks and and, and mm-hmm. right. I don't think there are very many others that wave, right? Mm-hmm. They're very specific to in the beginning, like when they first came out. It was like if you're right. in this space, if you don't need all of the bells and whistles that QuickBooks yeah. gives as a product-based business inventory, those sorts of things, consider us and the and consider the savings you have yeah. you consider using us right and so it, it, i felt like the marketing for some of the newer platforms were industry specific right um versus a quickbooks is kind of industry agnostic it's like we've got something for every industry like we've even yeah. gone down the path of you know we've got quickbooks contractors and quickbooks for you know all of these different industries yeah. or whatever and so can you help us understand today Right. Because mm-hmm. I know these platforms have been around for a bit. Help can you help us understand that today? Does it even does it matter? Like, is that something that you should be considering? Like if you're in a particular industry, zero would might make more sense for you. QuickBooks might make more sense for you. Um, I yes and no. I I think for the most part, um, as as these various software packages have matured, um and and they've become more embracing of various different ways of doing accounting. Um, I don't think it matters. What I what I think matters is, for the most part, if Zero or QuickBooks or FreshBooks or Wave is going to be your accounting hub, to make sure it talks to the the things that you use to make money. Mm-hmm. Period. So if it will talk to a stripe, if it will um, integrate with if you're an interior designer and you use a specific platform, if it will talk to that. And if if but when I say talking to it, if I can get the information out of that particular software and into zero or into FreshBooks or into whatever, then that's what matters more to me yeah, than 
what accounting software you use. Mm -hmm. I, as an accountant, use Xero. So then when I'm talking to you as a client, if you are a, um, a construction contractor, if you tell me you use a particular platform, then my first thing is to go into the apps and the integrations to see if I can get your information out smoothly um, and into zero in a form that I can use it without too much fuss. Because okay. the more times a human hand touches it, the more the data can get messed up. Right. And right. so if I can get it to them to directly talk to each other without me interfering, that is my, my sincerest hope. But right. You know, if it's a matter of I got to download a CSV and upload it into zero, then that works, too. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. as long as I can get the information I need to be an efficient accountant for you, then that's the game plan. How so would you, how would you rate the customer service experience with zero? It has gotten a lot better over the years. Um, that politically correct response. I love it. Um, and, and that is primarily because they have grown as a company. Um, and I, I would say at, at, in the beginning, it was a lot of chat and email. Mm -hmm. And that was primarily because we're literally on the other side of the world from them. Mm -hmm. And the that's, majority that's of their the people. Yeah. But at this point, they have, you know, they've expanded. They do have a lot of U.S.-based um, folks and they do try to um, at least assign you to an account manager, et cetera, et cetera, that will help you with the program and stuff. Um, and, they, and they have a lot of trainings. So, And so are there any issues with handling things like compliance related issues, tax related issues in the software, because again, them being- in the Not, not that I can think of. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm an old school accountant and, and you are too, you know, we double check everything. So uh, yeah, I mean, they do have sales tax reports that if the information goes in there the way it's supposed to go in, it, you know, it calculates the numbers perfectly. Um, but yeah, again, you know, but you got to set it up, I, right? I'm, I'm going double check. So, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I do my own calculations anyway. So yeah, but I find more often than not that that's kind of like my, my backup. Like if I get to this number and this is what the system calculated, then I know I'm at least close in the ballpark. Mm -hmm. If I'm off, then I try to figure out why, you know, those kinds of things. So, um, yeah, initially, nope, didn't, didn't always work, but again, that's setups issues sometimes, you know, like if you didn't apply tax to something that should have had tax applied to it. So that's a user thing, not a systems thing. If you could go back in time, would you still make the same decision and make the switch? Yep. What that was that yeah. was easy. That was an easy yes. Yeah. That was an easy yes. I love it. Mm -hmm. And then my final question for you as we wrap up this episode is what would be your biggest piece of advice for someone who is considering mm -hmm. adding either adding zero to um to their suite or uh making the switch? 
completely? Like what, like as a, as a virtual bookkeeper, Mm -hmm. financial service provider, what will be your biggest piece of advice for them as they're making that consideration? I think I would um, ask them to really consider you know, the, the time factor, the productivity factor, like if you are already eyeballs deep into QuickBooks online and that's your jam and you love it, I'm going to be honest with you. You're not going to like zero because that's what I find. People that really, really love QBO don't like zero because they are kind of night and day and just how their interface works mm-hmm. and how the language is geared more to, I mean, like e- even some of the language in the system is more geared to a non-accountant. So that can be a little annoying for accountants. Um, but it, it does make it a little bit sh- more streamlined and it, it helps us to not talk so much jargon to our clients. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Which makes for a better user experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I need a client to go into something, they kind of can feel their way through it a little bit easier. Um, but if you don't have the bandwidth, if you're already like super into one particular program, I guess my advice is to be careful about biting off more gotcha. because you are already an expert in one thing. And, you know, we already, we, 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 we kind of talk about like mind shifts when you're trying to do more than one thing in, in one period, you got to focus. Mm-hmm. So, and and it's not like these two programs are similar. They are not. Gotcha. Yes, they are both accounting software packages, but just how you navigate the systems are different. So you're going to have to like almost code switch when mm-hmm. you're going between the two. Like you literally are going to need time between going between one and the other Okay, because you are not going to be productive or as productive as you, as you think you are. However, if you have a team of people already and you want to um, build depth and scale a little bit more and have an additional software package under your belt as expertise and something that's available to your clients who simply do not want to be on the Intuit beast, then consider adding additional software packages that might fit their particular needs a little bit better. I love that. I love that. And I know that when we were talking in the pre-show, we uh, were talking about how virtual bookkeepers and CPAs work together. And so Mm -hmm. that is definitely a topic (laughs) that I want to bring you back, you know, you just mentioned team. So that's a, you know, a really great segue. I want to bring you back on the podcast and sure. have a conversation about working with CPAs in a, in a, in 2023, right. In a more modern in, in a, partner, in a collaborative, in a collaborative way yeah. right? versus what you, what we've experienced, what you and I experienced yeah. when we were just starting our practices. Right. And so would love to have you back. Absolutely. appreciate this conversation. I think it's going to help some people. And that's always our goal here 
at um, at the Bookkeeper Basecamp podcast is to really share insightful information and help educate our audience and you know connect with um, each other and help people see that they're not in this by themselves, even though they may be solo, that they uh-huh. don't have to do this um, alone. And, and that there are people out there willing to share their experiences, share their expertise with them. And so my friend, I appreciate <laughs> you so, so much. Can't wait to have you back really soon. Folks are going to hear Joyce Washington CPA <laughs> twice in 2023 on the Bookkeeper Basecamp podcast. All right. Thank you so much. This You're welcome, my dear. This has been so great. Um, so you guys who are thinking about making the switch or adding zero um, to your service suite, um, if you have questions about doing that, I think Joyce is open to, you know, just Absolutely. networking and collaborating with folks and helping them through that. You can find she's in the Bookkeeper Basecamp Facebook mm-hmm. group. So join the group um, and, you know, make connections there. Um, I, you know, we'll definitely share Joyce's information um, yeah. in the show notes, but that's definitely a place where you can reach out to her and to us um, in the in the Facebook group for book for bookkeepers uh, called the Bookkeeper Basecamp. Go Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys, we're going to wrap up this episode for today. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, be proactive, be productive, be profitable, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Bye. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Bookkeeper Basecamp podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave us a positive review. This will help other virtual bookkeepers like you find the show and learn how they can become a bookkeeper CEO too. And if you want to hear more from me, be sure to follow Spark Hustle Flow across all social media channels, or you can simply search hashtag Bookkeeper Basecamp. And don't forget, you can always come hang out with us over in the free Bookkeeper Basecamp Facebook group. We'd love to have you there. So that's it for this episode. Remember, as always, be proactive, be productive, be profitable, and we'll see you next time.